0: Hello and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamanth Rao, I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. ROAS optimization is one of the most powerful features of modern ad tech algorithms, yet there are instances where it's probably not the best choice for advertisers. When is this the case? To understand this, it's perhaps best to understand how ROAS optimization is architected under the hood of the algorithm so that we can understand when it may not be the best fit. What ROAS optimization does at the algorithm level is identify who the users are that make a purchase with low values and who the users are that make a purchase with high values. That could be a user that comes into a product and makes a purchase worth $1 and a user that makes a purchase worth of $100 within the first day or within the first seven days. How ROAS optimization works is that it gives a greater weight to users that make a $100 purchase as compared to a $1 purchase. And by giving a $100 purchasing user much higher weight, It prioritizes these kinds of users in future targeting. So what ROAS optimization does is basically tell the system, hey, give me more users that can make a $100 purchase, give me fewer users that make a $1 purchase, and give me even fewer users that make a $0 purchase in my product. When does this not work nearly as well? As you can tell from my explanation, the instances where it works well Is where there is a big delta between low-value purchasers and the high-value purchasers. This could be a match-three game, social casino game for that matter, or even an e-commerce product. But if the delta between the low-value purchasers and the high-value purchasers is not so big, then the ROAS optimization tends to not work so well. A classic example of this would be a subscription product where you have a user paying $0 or $9.99 monthly. And these are basically the two tiers. Or it could be a user paying $9.99 monthly and having a $70 LTV or paying a $50 annual subscription and still having a $50 annual LTV. But there is a ceiling to the value of the user that we are acquiring. And there are very discrete values of the user that we are acquiring. Because of this, it's hard to have a wide range or spectrum of user values. And there is a ceiling to the value of the user that we are acquiring. Because of this, ROAS op- optimization algorithms in all your key platforms, be it Meta, Google, or Ad Networks, tends to not work nearly as well for subscription products where the value of a user is somewhat discrete and somewhat capped in these instances we recommend using CPA optimization but not ROAS optimization i hope this was helpful in understanding for yourself when you should be using ROAS optimization and when you shouldn't be thank you for listening to the mobile user acquisition show if any of this was helpful or instructive I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fits. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce. And I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.